What's up, guys? Welcome to the fourth episode, week eight of Shit Talk. Um, let me just start you real quick by saying I am not pleased with my performance from last week. I lost 135.38 to 155.14 to Garge's team. While I was facing injuries, I should have done better. We'll get him next time. More from here. Um, so <laughs> I am here with Will. We have a special guest, Marco. Both of you guys can say hi. This is a very highly anticipated episode. A lot to talk about. It's going to be fun. What's up, guys? Uh, I am thrilled to have Marco on today. Um, you know, we started with Jake, you know, former champion. Then we did with Cohen, commissioner. And now we have first place this year, Marco. So it's just, it's going to be a blast. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. It's it's truly an honor. When I when I first listened to this to the first episode uh, that you guys did, I was like, I need to be on this fucking podcast. So <laughs> glad, glad I'm on now. Yeah, well, we're, we're really glad to have you and, and we'll get into grilling you in a little bit, but I want to bring up one thing. Um, I'm going to call this the Mike Anders text of the week. Uh, so last week we know that he was blowing up being 0-6 and scoring a lot of points when he still had the, six, the seventh highest total scoring. This week, he actually brought up a very good point when he texted me asking if Cohen was tanking by starting a player who was out. Now, I know that it's in the bylaws that that's not allowed to happen. And you'd think that, I know the game wasn't close, but you'd think that Cohen would know a little bit better than to, to start somebody that wasn't playing, right? Yeah, who, who did he play? Do we know? Uh, yeah, he was playing um, Devontae Parker, was, who was out yeah. multiple hours Oof. beforehand. And he also played some other very questionable plays when he had like significantly higher projected players. So that's just something to think about here. Yeah, can, no, can, I'm, I'm going to monitor that. Can I, can I say something, jump in right now? Because I, I know that he knows that I texted him about this after he made that big trade, but I, I don't know what the hell Cohen is doing. <laughs> like, Cohen, I know you're going to be listening to this. I love you, man. But like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I, I thought coming into the season – that he had a pretty good team and like he was one of the teams I was like, all right, I was looking at it and he had a good mix of, you know, veterans that were, that can contribute now and some young players. And I get he was one in four. He had some bad luck, but like he really just gave up on his team. So, so easily. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, I don't know what he's, he has three draft picks this, this upcoming season or this, this off season. So, He's got Saquon Barkley now who's a mess. Yeah, like... yeah, I mean, this at this point, we're going to – this is good. I think every guest from now on has to go on a rant about what Cohen is doing because we <laughs> all agree that he should have been a top four team coming into this season. Yeah. Everyone agrees that. And if not top four, he had the pieces for a dynasty run, you know, multiple right. championships. So every single week something happens where I'm like – I have that same exact thought. Just what are you doing? And I will say, I think that a lot of it has to do with still being around the Syracuse football program. Thoughts? Uh, you're uh, not wrong. You see, uh, you see a lot of shitty football. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, Marco, how do you think Dino is going to fuck us this week? Uh, he's going to. Oh, what can he do now? He amazes me every week. I. <laughs> Whether it's calling timeout with 40 seconds left and then not going for it on fourth and one or fourth and two and sending Schmidt out for a 
50-something yard field goal. I, I don't know. He'll he'll amaze me this week. But um, it's really like pick your poison on how you can lose a football game. Yeah. It, I have, We had no business winning the game last week. No business. I was no, shocked. No, absolutely not. Um, and I guess, you know, speaking of no business winning the game last week, um, Glazer defeated Will. <laughs> 163-151 in a shocking game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will, thoughts post-game? Um, you know, I, I think if, if you recall, I, I called this was going to happen last podcast. Glazer had his boys back. Um, they all had good days. I feel like everyone was scoring a touchdown against me. And uh, he's in like a mid-tank mode where he's like, he's on the verge. He could easily just flip the switch, tank, or he could try to make a run for it. I mean, Jake, Jake looks like he's done. I mean, we'll get to this later. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it in a little, in a little, little bit. I just wanted, I want to point out that they stormed the fields in Newark when, when Glazer beat you at they, home. They stormed the fields in Newark, but um, I think I got them back today when I did uh, $1 extra for Boston Scott. Oh, that's huge. I mean, so. absolutely gigantic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, Marco, you kicked the doors off of Powell. Um, it seems like that's a, a weekly thing for you now, four straight, and it seems like four straight absolutely, absolutely dominating performances. Um, I, I mean, is it is it championship or bust for you? Uh, I believe so. And, and to your point with Powell, I, I hope Cohen can give Powell the same blueprint that he has so Powell just starts selling off his team because I don't know what he's waiting for. Um, but, yeah, it, it is championship or bust for me. And um, – you know, whether I'm going to make a move at the trade deadline, there's a few guys that I'm eyeing up. Um, but but to be fair, my schedule has been pretty light the past uh, few weeks. So, yeah, hey, big, this, big week game is, for you. this week is going to be a test. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit. But let, let's let's talk about the Cleveland loss um, to, to Salomon, who, who barely put together a roster while he was hiking in Maine. Yep. Um, I, I mean, Cleveland just looks bad. It's tough sledding for Cleveland. Um, Salomon was fucking hiking all week, and he still put together a better team than Cleveland did. And, and you know, a lot of his guys had off days, but you, you start to wonder where's the foundational pieces of this team. Christian yeah. McCaffrey's hurt, but he's not going to save Cleveland at this point. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is Patrick Mahomes a fraud? Um, I think he is. I think he's a fraud. Um, <laughs> I, I was, he's, he's Cleveland's I was, only good player right now. I was Except verbally last assaulted week. last week when I said that, um, not on this podcast, but I said it, I forgot who I said it to, um, that Patrick Mahomes is the most overrated player in the NFL. Wow. wow. Um, I got to I gotta disagree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got to disagree with that one. I mean, uh, no way. No, it, it's not, Mahomes is not Cleveland's problem. Cleveland's problem is his wide receivers, yeah, McCaffrey, and the fact that he's got like, maybe one draft pick this year, a fourth-round pick, third-round pick, something like that. So he keeps spraying around his draft picks. He's he's not going to pick till 2025, I think. Yeah, it's, and, it's and a shitty time to be in Clevelandville right now. Yeah, um, he has zero bench, too. I, I mean, he he's in a couple must-win games or else he's in trouble. Yeah, I think I think Cleveland has is, is got a lot of big names on his team. He's got the big-name problem where he has, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, T.Y. Hilton on his bench – um, he thinks David Johnson's going to come in and save him later this year. You know, it's just well, that's just what, what are we doing? We have Lockett still starting. Oh, it's it looks gross, disgusting. Um, not but, not not to mention he offered me 
Miles Gaskin. This was last night. He texted me. Miles Gaskin for Michael Pittman straight up, and I almost puked. So, Cleveland, uh, <laughs> when 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 you listen when you listen to this, uh, terrible trade offer. You got to step it up, man. Cleveland's yeah, um, gonna turn tra- this shit on and just trying like, to trying to break in uh, in trade offers is Cleveland's uh, his his favorite thing to do. So, yeah. But uh, I mean, I said it last week when I beat Powell with one thirty. Ryan just played right team, right time. I mean, you can win games with 125. Yeah, so, R- Ryan's not going to blow you away, but he's consistent 130 every week. Yeah, um, that's. And, I think we said that on the, the podcast last week. I think this brings us to the, the Baby Dolls box game of the week that we had. Um, Mike Anders with a win at 102 points. What are we doing here? Yeah, um, I will. I'm going to – I know that it wouldn't have made a difference, but I'm going to blame Nick very overtly tanking. This this screams tank job. I think we yeah. have to open up an investigation. Roger Goodell, come on down. He's not going to sanction him because he doesn't do that, but he should. I mean, if you if you look at it, number one, he started DJ Dallas. Yeah, that's just not Number good. two, he started Devontae Parker, who was not playing. On his bench, he had Gainwell, who he knew was going to go off for a decent amount of points. Um, it, he scored more because Miles Sanders was hurt. But he also had Brian Edwards and Van Jefferson, who have been solid, and Ricky Seals-Jones to take one of those flex spots, too. So it, it's just it's, – it's very, very fishy and, and relatively disappointing to see from our commissioner. Yeah, what's the, what's the policy on, the on this? What's the policy? Um, yeah. Will, you're the rules guy, right? I mean – we we need to develop one. There's a lot of there's a lot of holes in our uh, like constitution, if you will. I feel like every day I'm wondering about new rules. So I think, you know, throughout this next off season, I'm going to really talk to Cohen about setting I, I thought we strict rules. For, I thought we had something for anti tanking. There there's technically you know I don't remember what's in there. I haven't looked at it in a while. But I think there's going to be warnings and there's going to be some maybe even well, lots of draft picks. Let me be the first to officially warn Nick Cohen for tanking. You can tank by playing the best players you have available. That is you know you can sell off all your good te- you know your players, but you can't just bench people who are going to outproduce your starting line. Right. Yeah. I, I was. I was thinking about this, and what if, what if we did for you know the toilet bracket at the end of the year? What if the winner of the toilet bracket gets the first pick? I, I don't know if that's how we do it already, or, but like, just so you know, like I don't that, know. That's something to like... consider. It's something yeah, to consider. It's that's 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 tough. I I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe maybe the winner of the toilet bracket can get like an like an extra second round pick. I, I yeah, feel like some, if you yeah. are the worst team and you lose first round in that, you know, playoffs, that's it's kind of yeah. first pick but overall. Let, let, let's move forward a little bit. We got to get through this. We'll talk about my game really quick against Garge. Um, Garge, he, I mean, he beat me. I was out my two quarterbacks. I'm, I did say in my Sean Tucker tweet of the day, that I am disappointed with my performance, but I actually think I'm relatively pleased with it given my injury and bye week issues that I had this week. So, I mean, we'll get them next week. Uh, but I, Garge's team isn't that scary. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's it. Put that to the test this week. Yeah, we'll put that to the test this week. Let's start off our week eight analysis. As soon as that goes, we will do the Baby Dolls Box Game of the Week. There really aren't many bad games. Um, 
we're going to say it's Cohen Kleban is the Baby Dolls box game of the week um, because I, I will expect that Cohen will try and tank again and start people on bye weeks and shit. Um, Kleban will get lucky to get to four and four. And yeah. that's really it. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Cleveland would win, e- win easy last week. I think this week it definitely comes true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's even a close one. I think Jake blows him out. I actually think Jake has a pretty good week because Mahomes is going to score forty points against the Giants. So yeah. Yeah, there, there's not much of an analysis on this one. Yep. Um, next, we will talk about Will against Powell. Only yes. reason why this is number two is because, I mean, Powell is dog shit. Yeah, no, this is this was a good candidate for a Baby Dolls box game. Um, I think this is the highest percent chance I've ever had to win in this league. You know, last week, obviously, last year, obviously, uh, didn't go great. Four and nine overall. So it was an up, upward, uphill battle. Um, Powell sucks. I don't think he's got any of his good players in this week. I think Lamar's on a bye. He's starting one quarterback right now. So I'm, this is the least concerned I've ever been. Yeah, you got you got a little cakewalk week. Yeah. It, it's funny. If you look at Powell's team, like right, right between the transition between Dan and Powell, if he just like didn't touch it, let's say he didn't log on to <laughs> the app, his team would actually be a whole lot better than it is right now. <laughs> Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I'm taking Will in this one too. I think Will has a really good team and I'm not just saying that cause he's on this podcast right now. Um, but he has a lot of, he has a lot of young guys and yeah, his team wasn't good last year, but, um, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, he's got that going. He's got two really good running backs. Um, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a threat. I, I he's no joke. Wow. Yeah. High I, praise I, Thank you. That, that is high praise. I, I have said in previous weeks that I think Will's a fraud, but Will's team is solid. Um, we'll talk about me against Durs next while this, if, if it Rivalry. wasn't, if it wasn't Garge. Act, yeah, no. We're going to talk about Glazer Salomon next. Um, this game's going to be pretty close. I think ultimately Glazer will pull off the upset this week because we said it earlier, Salomon's not going to score too many points. It's going to be 130 to 140. And I just think Glazer scores more than that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you, Adam. Um, I think this is a very franchises. Salomon's in the playoffs now, but it's not a guarantee. I don't think he's blowing up the scoreboard and Glazer's making a little bit of a run for it. Um, and I think, you know, he, he's got to win the next few games to have a chance at the playoffs. I think he's going to really – I'm going with Glazer in this one. I think his team is solid. Yeah, I, I agree with that one too. I think Glazer's going to take this. Um, really, since that trade that he made with Cohen, kind of revived his team, and A.J. Brown was playing well. And, um, again, I just – I don't know why you would trade A.J. Brown like that, especially in a dynasty league that just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. The other thing, too, with with Ryan's team that's interesting is if you notice, I would say all but maybe one or two of his guys in his starting lineup are guys that he's drafted. So it seems like he's really, like, sticking to the process. And um, I guess you could say it's kind of – it kind of has benefited him uh, so far. But, yeah, he's got to win this week. This is both very important matchups for those two. And I think an underrated narrative for Salomon is that he has a lot of older players. I think his window to win a championship is this year, maybe next year. But I think 
he's, he's got a lot of decisions to make this offseason. Um, just something to think about going forward. Good he, point. He did have he did have a good draft though this year with yeah. Mac Jones, Najee yeah, Harris, Tony, and somebody else. Tony, um, Tony looks like a steal, honestly. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. But Ryan Ryan's been solid. I, I do agree with he's he's an old franchise. I think he might have the oldest average starting roster position in the league. Um, but you can fact check me on that. Uh, <clears throat> next, we'll talk about the biggest rivalry game of the week, me against Durs. Um, honestly, a little bit closer in the projected score than I thought it would be. Um, I've got both of my dogs back this week. Um, Chubb is going to play. Ridley's against Carolina. Debo's a dog. McLaurin's a dog. Um, I'm not going to lose this game. Yeah, you you have the quarterback advantage for sure. Um, I, I just want to go back to Durs' message, like, first thing Tuesday morning um, he said he was going to make a run and that was after his first win of the season in which he scored 102 points mm-hmm. so um, it's hard for me to pick Durs here I'm going I'm going with you Adam you just have a more complete team yeah, yeah I, I I agree with you guys I'm going with Adam too Durs he his team has potential I just feel like he doesn't make any moves like adding yeah. guys trading guys like he treats Chris Carson like he's Derrick Henry, um, just completely untouchable. And <laughs> Stephon Diggs, I, I've heard you guys say. I haven't gone after Stephon Diggs, but no. he treats him like he's uh, he's Jerry Rice. So not really sure what he's trying to do, but his team certainly has potential. But I, I will have to say, Adam, I do have one question for mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, I, I guess it was two or three weeks ago you made a big trade with Cohen. Yep. Um getting acquiring Nick Chubb who you initially traded away first and yep. Calvin Ridley. I, I assume that was your trade deadline, like all chips in the center of the table kind of move. Um, yep. Why, why did you decide to do that so early? Um, I partially it was because of content and partially it was because I needed to win a couple games in a row, uh, which I wound up doing. Um, I, I think that I, I knew that Nick had, he was scared. I knew that he was very scared. And I figured that he valued draft picks more than most other owners. And he would be the easiest to acquire two young pieces where I could win now, but also win later. Cause I, I mean, Ridley and Chubb are both very good, but also very young. So I figured it was a good time to, to beat the, uh, beat the rush to acquire people and not really get into a bidding war with anybody. Even sure. though I did pay a lot. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, I, I think it was a good trade for both of you guys. Certainly for Cohen if he's um, looking I, for I thought it was a head a, to next. I thought it was a great trade for him to be able to build, but then he made sure. a trade with Glazer and it kind of right, right, right. killed it. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't really know. I, I, all I know is that it, I acquired a bunch of first-round picks in the offseason so that if I got off to a decent start – I would be able to move them to contend. And that's what I did. Oh, that's a, that's a, it's a good strategy. I respect it. Um, but yeah, I, if, if I don't, if I don't beat Durs this week, next week, we will do a, a video podcast and I will Saki sorrows myself. <laughs> um, let's talk about the game of the week. Pretty obvious game of the week. Maybe a championship preview. Uh, Marco, you head to Garja's home turf. Um, now, 
I did say it before, Garge isn't really a scary team, but he will still put up a lot of points. He's been at that 150, 160 range pretty much all season on average. And, I mean, Brady's a horse. Carson Wentz, did you know that Carson Wentz has the longest consecutive pass attempts without an interception in the NFL? No, I did not know that. A little fun fact. Really? Yeah. Um, so, he, I mean, very solid team. Dalvin Cook is at his flex. But but then you got you with Jerry Judy coming off the IR, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here comes the infantry. I'm excited for that. It, I'm kind of bummed with the news with Antonio Brown that, I mean, all of a sudden he's got this lingering ankle issue, so he might be out a few weeks. So I gain a receiver, but then I lose one. So, um, yeah, it's I'm going to have to Yeah, but despite uh, that, I, I mean, you still have Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. So you, you don't have much to worry about in that department. Marco, your your quarterbacks are steady. Your receivers are even steadier, I think. You have Kelsey. You have – you know, I, I have to admit, I was not in on James Robinson this year, um, but he's been fucking people. And um, I, it's, it's hard just to not see it, man. You, you're clearly leading the league in points. I know I know, Garge is second, but it's not very close. Um, so, yeah, I, I let me just talk about Garch for a second here. We we keep bashing his team and saying he's not as scary, but I think that's relative to last year when he was he was in Marco's position right now. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. He's He really needs to start putting some games together because he's been a little inconsistent. And um, personally, I'm hoping Marco knocks him down this week so I can take yeah. back second place. You know, maybe if he if he listened to the podcast once or twice and and – got some bulletin board material. He'd, he'd make some moves, but you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Marco, I really hope he win because I will be in a tie with him except for points scored when I beat Durs. Um, so go ahead, go ahead and win by 30, please. Thanks guys. I, I'm <laughs> glad to know you guys have my back. Um, <laughs> can do, can, I will do the best I can. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, do you have are, – are you – what What have you watched on film this week leading up to your matchup with Garge? Um, honestly, not too much. It's just been like I have – I have the lineup that I, I want to set. There's really no other, um, you, you know, decisions I have to make. I'm just hoping – it's really those running backs that, that worry me with Garge. Um, you know, Brady will, Brady will be solid. I, I expect anywhere between 20 to 27 points um, there. And, and also kind of bummed that I don't have Antonio Brown because Brady loved throwing to him. And that was kind of mm. points that would cancel out between Garge and I. But really between Dalvin Cook and uh, Derrick Henry, that's and, – and Joe Mixon too, I think. Actually, actually, out of all three of them, I think Joe Mixon – really scares me the most this week just because he's gone against that shitty, shitty Jets team. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's not talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah. It, look, I, I'm just hoping my team puts up at least 170 and we go from there. It, it's funny, like last <laughs> week when I was playing Powell, I was like, shit, like my team is having an off week. I was looking at the percentages. At one point, Powell had like a 15% chance of winning. I was like, shit, I might blow this. Um <laughs> But then must be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah must yeah. be nice. So, so I'm I'm looking for 170 and just hoping for the best. Yeah, I I mean, 
James Robinson has a pretty nice matchup going into Alton this week. So hopefully, uh, hopefully Alton doesn't put his hand in the ground and, you know, get through, get through the tackle. Um, hopefully Steve Stanner didn't teach him too many tricks of his. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, that, that's this week. Um, it should be a fun week. I, I'm like more excited for this week than we have been the past two. We've had some pretty rough, rough matchups the past two weeks, but this one should be good. Um, now let, let, let's just talk to uh, Marco for a little bit. Uh, Marco, can you first just just tell me how the Syracuse football team will wind up four and eight again this year? Um, man, you really put me on the spot there. I, well, I think well, a combination. Adam, I think you need to give some context to what you're asking. Does Marco know the list you were keeping? We we've always talked about four and eight for years. Okay, all right. Do you remember yeah. four and eight talk? Yeah, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think just a combination of um, – I'm really disappointed with their special teams. I mean, Lustig Oof. leaves and kind of just – kind of just faltered. Like, really, I don't know what happened to Schmidt. Um, their punters, they got, like, two or three different punters that, like, punt the ball, like, 30 yards. I've seen, like, two games where uh, one of them literally punted at 10 yards, 15 yards, twice in a game. Uh, special teams. I like their defense. Um, and honestly, like their offense has been scoring points. I, I have to say they have some talent, just, uh, some of the head coaching decisions, time management, just regular game management decisions are, I, I would say a combination between game management and special teams is how know, they go four and eight. I, I think that my, my biggest issue right now with this team is that Monroe is not yelling sticks loud enough on third down. They cannot stop a third down to save their lives. Um, my, my biggest issue with the team is that Lustig's hot wife isn't there anymore. Um, <laughs> I think that's the, that's the biggest reason, if we're being honest. And uh, ba- Baby Doll's not using her box to cook them food anymore either. So yeah, that's a, lot of, a lot of missing pieces. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're close to 30 minutes now, but – if uh will if you have anything to grill at marco you can um, do that you know it's not like i have anything to grill at marco i i i want to put his season into context he's he's on such a good run here that i think like we said championship or bust i feel like all the pressure in the league is on marco right now marco how how are you viewing this There's, no certainly i i, I do think it's um championship or bust and, and for me right now it's just kind of deciding whether I go all in and trade all of, you know, assets on my bench or a starting player or picks to really make that, um, that final, like seal the deal. This is, this is a fuck you team now Um, to, (laughs) to maybe not making a move and trying to, you know, continue building for the future. And Mm. because I do have older guys like Rogers um, and right. I, I don't know how long Austin Eckler is going to go, and um, and Kelsey's getting up there too. So, are you, are I don't you know. Looking I have to, to move your first rounder. Um, like, is that I'm something you're to... considering? Because I feel like a lot of managers around the league would, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the ultimate. I'm going for it. Move. Yeah, yeah. My first rounder, really, uh, honestly, more than that, and trying to get like a top player at a position yeah yeah like a stud um but just trying to balance whether you know i risk too much for the future and 
Fair. You know, my team ends up looking like Cleveland. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let, one Adam, last does thing. That, does that segue us into our last thing? What What he just mentioned? Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, w- one last thing, um, Marco. I want you to go ahead and I want you to look at the team. Uh, look at the league one through ten, and I want you to just give us like like one little thing on each team, just roasting them. I need, I need this to be like, I need everyone to have bulletin board material against you. <sighs> All right. Here we go. Should I start from, should I start from two down or should I start from 10 up? Start from two down because I want it to get worse and worse as we go. Okay. Um, Garge, let's see. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he's overly confident and like doesn't look at this at all. And he's just like, yeah, my team is going to win. Yep. So agreed. Uh, I hope to kick the shit out of you this week. <laughs> um, Will, you have you Play have a young it. team. You have a young team. I think. Um, I mean, I'm starting Alex Collins. So <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I think you had a really shitty rookie draft this year. Um, outside of Rondell Moore, who's I thought would be better, but. You had a shitty rookie draft, so I don't hey, know. I we'll see more. what happens. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you did. I'm looking <laughs> no, at but it. Right, yeah, but you still had that. a shitty rookie draft. <laughs> you Trey still had Sermon. a shitty rookie draft. Trey Sermon, yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, Sam Darnold. I don't know. You offered me Sam Darnold and a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, so the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, that um, was in the offseason, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was in the offseason. Look at how that would have panned out. Yeah, we um, didn't know if Rodgers was playing. Uh, let's see, Salomon. You don't have to say anything um, bad about Salomon. We don't say bad things about him here. Uh, your team is old. I don't know. Um, Adam, uh, you trading for Nick Chubb was kind of stupid at week five, and then he got hurt, so that's why you don't trade before, right five weeks before the deadline. Yep. Uh, Jake, <laughs> like I said, you offered me uh, Miles Gaskin for Michael Pittman, so I don't know what – that kind of offer is um <laughs> glazer let's see you have deshaun watson on your team do i need to say anything else <laughs> powell uh you're better off not touching your team and it will get better i promise and uh there's you should touch your team because it will get better i promise um and <laughs> cohen cohen stop tanking this is uh, this is against the rules and your team had a good team and you fucked it up. Awesome. I absolutely, I love it, Marco. Sorry for putting you on the spot there, but that was fun. No, no uh, problem. Uh, Marco, thank you so much for coming on. Um, hope you enjoy Good luck the rest of the season, but not really. Um, <laughs> do you have one last thing to say before you leave? Um, from the great, Vince oh, Reynolds. Yeah. What up now? <laughs> and <laughs> and then just before we head off, you you lead us with the Dun Chain and, and we'll we'll be out of here. Yeah, the, the Dun Chain, I'm throwing it right on Jay Cleben. Um <laughs> I, I I think he will make the playoffs, but I don't think there's no hope. Uh he will yeah, there's no hope. And I think, you know, with the minimal amount of draft picks that he has, um I think he should start to sell his team. So Interesting. Yeah, done. Chain on to go till the deadline. Yeah, yeah. We'll who see knows? What Maybe I'm trying to plant a seed. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will see what happens. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks again, Marco. Will been a pleasure. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. Yep. Love y'all. Bye.